Hey y'all, and welcome back to a brand new episode of I Am Raviv. I am Raviv, and thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have heard my new song, Seven Years, because that is what I'm talking about today. I'm gonna talk about it in depth and just kind of, you know, like get into the story behind it, talk more about how it was written, things like that, just anything that uh, pertains to seven years. I am comfortably sitting back at my desk, so sit back, relax, and let's chat. So Seven Years was one of the first, if not it was probably, it was either the first or second song written for Revive. It was one that I wrote really early on, and I also wrote this acapella much like I did um, other Revive songs, and I was kind of starting to delve into that type of writing, but it was written in 2020, like early to mid-2020. I don't remember exactly when, I think like early summer or something like that. And it was an idea that I'd had that i just like written out on a voice memo. Oh, I haven't seen you in seven years pertaining to my ex, my, my first like serious relationship. And I'll just preface this from the get-go, like I'm not gonna say his name, I'm not gonna talk shit, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not into that at this point in my life, I just want to tell the story. And, uh, you know, that's it. So the general story behind it is that there was a day when my ex and I had been broken up already for close to a year. And we were still like kind of seeing each other off and on in terms of like hooking up. And there was, you know, there was a drive in me to kind of try and get back together. I really, really wanted to and wanted him to still feel something for me. And I knew he really didn't, but I wanted to do whatever I could to try and rekindle that original and initial spark. So we would see each other every now and again and, you know, like every few weeks. But he went off to school and uh, he had been in community college and then he went off to go to, uh, you know, college to finish his last two years away. It was only about 45 minutes away, an hour away, but it was the first time that I wasn't going to see him. So there was a night in September of 2014 where I went to go visit him at school and he wasn't like, you know, overly excited about it, but he, you know, said I could come over and we were just going to hang out. And I remember wearing these like super short, short shorts <laughs> to try and like impress him, which was so stupid at the time. But he opened the door and I was really excited. I brought him like cookies or something, like some kind of dessert, because I was just trying so hard to make him love me, which was just looking back at it really stupid. He opened the door and he had hickeys like all over his neck. And immediately when I saw them, I said to myself, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, what are you doing? And I, I opened my eyes real quick and said, this is wrong. You can't do this ever again. He's not into you anymore and you have to accept it and move on. And, and something better is on the other side. So I went in, I didn't leave, I went in, we hung out, and um, I stayed the night, we hooked up, and I wasn't proud of it, I was really actually quite upset with myself for going through with it, despite seeing all the hickeys on his neck and how fucking upset I was about those. But we hooked up, I slept over, and then at sunrise, like 5 o'clock in the morning, I woke up, and I looked at the sunrise, and he was sleeping, and I said to myself, you gotta go, and you gotta not come back. This is, this is it, this is the end of it, you have so much more in store for you. And um, quietly, I just like put on my clothes and, <laughs> you know, got my stuff. And before he woke up, I just kind of snuck out and walked out of his apartment down into the streets of Newark, New Jersey, <laughs> and uh, got my car and, and left and, and never looked back and never saw him again. And it was a really defining moment for me as a, you know, like a, how old was I? Mm, 21? Yeah, I was a 21-year-old kid at that point, just turned 21. And... Yeah, it was, uh, that's the general story behind it in the song, so it's I haven't seen you in seven years, and it goes back to that day and that decision of, you know, leaving, <laughs> leaving someone that I wasn't even with anymore, and, uh, you know, I look back at it in sadness, and I wrote the song out of bitterness, 
I'll be honest, like Seven Years is, was written when I was feeling very bitter and why I was feeling bitter, I don't even know because I've been with my partner for so long and like I love him so much and you know, I just, I've been bitter about this for a really long time and bitter about the whole situation because it really messed with me, really messed with my head and really impacted future, you know, future relationships and just with people in general, just impacted my way of thinking and it induced a lot of fear. So it was definitely written about bitterness. It wasn't that I was thinking about my ex, it was that I was wanting to write something that I've been trying to write for a really, really long time. And once seven years had passed, it felt like a big milestone. I was like, oh, haven't seen you in seven years. Seven has always been my number and feels like a milestone. So I just wanted to write how it felt to be in that moment of, oh, well, it's been seven years. How does it feel? And at that point in time, I was feeling bitter. I was feeling annoyed and just still bitter. <laughs> but, you know, since then, you know, how do I feel now? I feel, I feel free. I don't feel bitter. I feel like writing that song was rather cathartic and you know, a great experience um, that I needed in order to let go of certain things that I was feeling bitter about. One of them being that my dad was very sick at the time with cancer and he had known that and, you know, still did some things that really, really hurt me despite knowing what I was going through. And, you know, we definitely hurt each other in ways, but that was one of the reasons why I held on to so much anger and bitterness because it tied directly into you know, everything that was going on with my dad at the time. So getting very deep here, so I'll pull it back a little bit. But that's the general story. Not bitter anymore. And I really hope that wherever he is in life, he's happy and he is also feeling free and is the best person that he can be. That's how I genuinely feel. And I really hope that he feels the same way about me. So I opted to write this acapella because I really couldn't... I was trying to write with chords. Like, I was just trying to come up with a cool chord progression and I couldn't. <laughs> There were chord progressions that I like loved so much but had used so many times for previous songs that I didn't really want to do that again. So I just, you know, just write whatever comes out of your mouth. You don't have to do it to chords. Just have, you know, Okan, my fiance and producer, put chords to it because that's more of his forte. And you just tell the story and tell the story in any melodic way that you know how, you know, write out whatever lyrics you want. And what's crazy about this song is that, um, you know, I change the lyrics a lot in the song. <clears throat> Certain lines stayed the same from the beginning, but certain lines were changed like five or six times each. And there were lines that I really wanted to make sure were portrayed the right way and told the story the right way. And I just couldn't get it right. Like, um, seeing seven years, going over the second verse in my head. Um, it was the blonde girl you told me meant nothing to you. Selfish move. That, that line was changed like six times. <laughs> Maybe more, honestly, because I could not figure out the right way to word it. And wording was really specific for this song because it needed to be authentic and it needed to tell the story the right way. I didn't want to make up anything. I didn't want to just, you know, write lyrics to write lyrics just to rhyme it or fill it out or whatever. I really wanted to tell the story and, and, and really like, you know, capitalize on how I felt. Capitalize on bitterness, right? Like that's the whole thing the song is really about. It's seven years of you would have drove me through the roof. Do I necessarily like feel that way now? No, but did I feel that way at the time? Yeah. It, it was written about bitterness and I needed to make sure that the lyrics captured that emotion. That was the specific emotion that was pinpointed in that song. So it really needed to be that way, you know? <clears throat> Writing acapella proved to be pretty easy because the melodies came out really fast and the chorus came out fast, which is not really very normal for me normally. Not, not normal for me normally normal for me usually it usually takes me a while to really write like a good solid chorus but i think the chorus came first 
even remember because it was written so long ago that I haven't seen you in seven years. That came out, you know, pretty quick. But the chorus itself, it was fast. And that's how I knew this was like a very good song for me personally because it, it, it just fell out of my mouth and it was something that I needed to heal from, from that feeling of bitterness. So writing an acapella was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed just putting on a metronome and figuring out a tempo and saying, all right, I'm going with this and telling that whole story. That was really enjoyable to me. I don't normally write about love or relationships. I normally write about other things because I've been in the same relationship for so long that, you know, I just feel really content with, with that. I don't have anything like negative to write about about my relationship. So I don't really write about being happy. That's never really been my, sh my shtick. I've always been a very sad writer and I like sticking with that. So I had to dig into the archives of things that, you know, I hadn't yet written about that I wanted to talk about that had happened maybe a long time ago and kind of, sorry if you heard that little computer notification, but just dig into that crate and pull out something, something of substance, something of uniqueness that I hadn't yet talked about and this was that because it was, it was written about a very specific point in time, like seven years. Okay, here's how I feel about this seven years later. You know, that's a very specific moment in time. So it was actually really easy for me to write about this because I knew exactly what I wanted to say and it was something I had a lot of experience with, something that I remembered really vividly and I already kind of knew how I felt. I knew that I felt bitter. I knew that I felt angry still. I knew that I felt just a very certain way and I could write about that. That's what was really cool to me about this writing approach and doing it for the you know really like the first time ever it was very important for me to to take that in and it was easy i felt like it was really easy i didn't really struggle the only thing that i struggled with was certain certain lyrics and that was new that was new to me i don't usually have a lot of difficulty with lyrics i admit i've always felt very comfortable writing lyrics so this to me was kind of strange but i wanted to make sure it was right and accurate so that's kind of why it was so important to to make sure the lyrics were right, if that makes sense. <laughs> kind of redundant, but... <clears throat> yeah, so... This was a very simple release. There was next to no marketing scheme or plan. I made graphics with photos of myself from seven years ago when I was in that relationship, and then ended with a photo of me in the hospital, which is ultimately how this relationship, um, you know, what it turned into after a point. And I decided to do it this way, like with really no grand marketing scheme, because it was just a song that I loved. Very similar to Sahara or social shit, you know, social shit, I did a little more, but this was like, you know what, I really just love the song and I don't feel the need to like make a big grand declaration when I want the song to speak for itself and speak for what it's about. And that's why it was, it was easy for me to decide, hey, you know, let's just, let's just let the song do the talking or the singing and, and post about it because you love it and post about it, um, you know, in whatever way you want, but you don't need to have some grand marketing scheme. Which still makes me quite uncomfortable to not do a grand, big, whole, well-thought-out, oiled machine. Okay, so if you notice a big difference in volume, it's because I was an idiot and was holding the mic very far away from my face, and then there was an error in recording issue, so I had to close my program and restart it, but I'm here. So anyway, so no big thing. 
I just wanted to release it. And I said the same thing with social shit, but this was even more stripped back. And I liked it that way. Not my favorite thing to do. I always love the creativity of like planning a release and things like that. But still, it was a really nice way to just take a step back and let the song speak for itself. So with the song being written a while ago, like, you know, almost two years ago at this point, year and a half ago, why release it now? And the answer to that is because I had other stories that I wanted to tell first, songs that I thought were stronger, songs that I thought identified who Revive is better from the get-go, like to define the overall branding of Revive. And that's why this one wasn't released earlier, but it's releasing, or has been released now, because I think this is the next step for Revive, for me, as Revive. It's delving into a different kind of topic. It's delving into love and heartbreak and not like mental health or social something or, you know, fighting for my fighting for your life or like whatever it may be, you know, dramatic topic. <laughs> this is digging, like I said, into the crate. And I, I, I like that kind of like analogy because it's, it, I have more sides to me than writing just about these specific types of topics. I can write about love, choose not to because I don't feel inspired when I'm in a relationship that I'm happy with, you know? I'm also inherently not a happy, quote-unquote, human being. I have brain chemical <laughs> imbalances that make me not the happiest human being in the world, so it's very difficult for me to write about love in a happy capacity. But I like writing about love in this capacity because it's something that I can relate to, something that others can relate to, something that I can truly connect with and tell a vivid story. This one had to come next in Revive's story because it shows a completely different side. It just sounded like I was crying, but my voice cracked. <clears throat> Excuse me. It shows a totally different side, and that's what I needed. That's what I wanted. And seven years, you know, following a single, like, social shit that's really dark. This is sad. It's not necessarily, like, dark, dark. There's some dark moments in the song, but it's sad. And it falls in line with the, in line with the branding of Revive, but in a different way, in a fresh way. And that's really the reason why it needed to be released now. It's not that I, I did want to release it now, but it's not that, it's that it needed to be released to tell the next part of Revive and show what that is. So that's really it. That's like the in-depth story of seven years. Could probably talk about it more, but I don't want to bore you to death. And I also don't want to delve too much. Ooh, I just hit the mic stand, I'm very sorry. Too much into other stuff, but <clears throat> bro, my voice is not having it today. It's so dry. Meh. So Seven Years is out everywhere on all digital, can't speak, streaming platforms wherever you listen to music, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, YouTube, everything, wherever you get music, it's there. And I really hope that you like it. This song is totally different topic-wise than what I normally write or what I've released as Revive so far. Just the third single, but a different, you know, a different facet. And I hope you I don't hope you find a piece of yourself in it because I don't want people to relate to it, but if you do, I hope you enjoy it. And there's more music coming. <laughs> I'm trying not to give too much away, but I'm releasing music this month, January. So be on the lookout. More podcasts about music. If there's anything you want me to talk about, then I have a few podcasts mapped out for future episodes already, but if there's anything you want me to talk about in depth, let me know on socials at IamRevive across the board. And go listen to 7 Years. Love y'all. Stay safe. Bye, guys.